Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland. And our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is, will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction. The place where the news may seem like a dream and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy because God truth will set you free. John 832. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall, Phil Armstrong. Hello, welcome to Robert Zone. This is Phil Armstrong, and we are going to do a quick Bible prophecy update today. Today uh, marks uh, another day after Pearl Harbor, of course, but. Uh, 1941 was the day that uh, Pearl Harbor was attacked. The United States is probably more vulnerable than they have ever been uh, since the last eight years and since a few other presidents have decided to cut back on military. When I was a kid, I've always realized that America was a lot more vulnerable than people seem to believe. We are as strong as our radar systems told us to believe we are. Um, Just this summer, we had this Russian submarine come up on our uh, um, coast and got out of the uh, submarine and got on the top of it and called into our NORAD and said, hey, we, we're we here, and you can't spot us. Jumps back in the submarines, and it takes off. We've had large amounts of Russian <coughs> uh, vehicles, aircraft, flying around our airspace. So that makes you believe that we're not as safe as we think we are. After 9-11, of course, they came up with all the anti-terrorist bill, Patriot Act, and all this other stuff. And guess what? didn't make us any more safer. Matter of fact, it took freedoms from the general public. And that's exactly what's happening now. But they're doing it through stealth. Of course, me and you, and those who are in the know, We understand what's going on, but for the most part, the American citizen have no idea what's happening. 
We're too busy watching American Idol. Too busy watching NFL football. Too busy trying to figure out who's going to win the election. While our our cities, our states, and our uh, country is being taken over, they uh, are trying to eradicate Christianity out of society. And then turn around and say Islam, which uh, I can understand. Yeah, I understand somewhat what they're saying. You can't punish every single Muslim for things that other Muslims do. And this is sort of like, kind of remind me of gun control. It kind of reminds me of gun control. They want to take the guns from everybody and then... um, you know, a few people shoot up a, a place and all of a sudden they want to take guns for everybody. We need gun legislation. Every every single incident that comes on television, every single time they interrupt the program, emergency, you know, they want to take our guns. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. We can't even get robotics down right. How are we going to expect the guns to get up and go walk in somebody's church and shoot them all up? Guns don't do that. I'm being sarcastic. But guns don't kill people. People kill people. So, believe it or not, what's the big deal? The big deal is all this talk about protecting someone and giving up your secure your liberty and security, giving up your liberties for security. They're giving up your liberties and your rights for security. What is what's the big deal? What's the big deal, huh? We need to be safe. What you need to be safe from is your, your own tyrannical government. See. In order for you to hear your gospel and be able to preach the gospel clearly, you have to have that freedom. But see, if they start taking the freedom away from any other group, either, even atheists, I say let the atheists say what they want to say. So Christianity can say what it wants to say. So so we won't muzzle the ox. You calling us oxes? No, I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. You, you don't muzzle the preacher while the preacher goes out. Everybody is a disciple of Christ. Everyone is to go out and disciple and, and make disciples. Everyone is to go out to preach. Don't say you're not able and you're not supposed to go out to preach. Everyone, everyone who calls himself a Christian is a missionary, is a preacher, is a teacher. Now, are you the preacher in the sake, uh, uh, in the same of being a head of a church? No, but you are a person who is supposed to preach the gospel. So, if one man is being violated and his rights is being violated because he can't he can't uh, perform his religion, then they're coming after you also. So it is it is it is your due cause to make sure that 
the uh, Tenth Amendment, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, all those amendments are abided by. Why? So while most people sleep through through um, Obama, through Bush, through Clinton, through the first Bush, our rights have been eradicated since Reagan left office. So were you calling Reagan a great person? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I don't remember Reagan sitting up here signing bills to take our rights and take our freedoms and send us into wars that don't really count. Just, just vanity wars. Now, if Vladimir Putin sits there in Syria, you can see the Ezekiel 38 and 39 is written all over it. He's just changed. The, the Russians have just changed the geopolitics of the world. So now the Russians will do the same thing the United States has done for the last 30, 40, 50 years. They will start their own hegemony. They will start their own taking over through, through different means of um, occupying other countries, using it as an excuse. But see, what Russia's doing <coughs> seems to be making a lot of Americans look that way and say that that's proper leadership. Until you get smashed by God in Ezekiel 38 39. But it, the, the, but it, as far as they're concerned, it's proper leadership because we should have done that in the first place. We should have smashed ISIS. But when you come to the conclusion that ISIS is still remaining and they're getting stronger, you should ask yourself a question. If ISIS is getting stronger, why? Who created ISIS? And we should always ask ourselves the question, even if somebody knocks on our door and says, would you like to buy these encyclopedias? And you say, okay, take them out the box. And they turn out to be magazines instead of encyclopedias. We need to be cautious on who's selling us the goods. If we are not conscious of what goods are we, like the media, that is a product. They're selling us a product. They're selling us something. Information, and it's just like a it's just like a burger place. It sells you different burgers. Everybody has their own recipe. They have their own delivery system in these media agencies, and they either give you what you want to hear, or they're going to give you what they want you to hear. Now, most churches give you what you. Well, some churches give you what you want to hear because they know they're going to have to finance church. But the true church gives you what you really don't want to hear. And that goes for this fact of a true media-based organization. They should give you what you need to hear. But see, now the CIA and all these other organizations are sitting inside of these media agencies telling you what you need to hear. So we live in a big, colossal media um, mirages and, and smoke and mirrors and they, if they want to tell you that a rock is worth a million dollars, they're going to eventually say it enough that you believe it. No, of course, nobody's that dumb unless they actually make rocks to be worth a million dollars. You see, the gospel 
is the power of God unto salvation. The gospel is the power of God to to break the vices of a man. And it, 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 it kind of reminded me of a movie. I was watching um, Supergirl yesterday, and they they had these these guys that was part of the organization, the good people, I guess, and they put this thing on so the monster won't get into their brain. Well, the gospel works the same way, and it also kind of like left behind when when Nikolai Sarkozy was in the room, you know, in the meeting room with all of these world leaders, and 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 the young man Buck Williams, he was already saved. He already got said the prayer, and he wouldn't get brainwashed because the truth was in him. What little truth it was, it was in him, and it, and it's it's sort of like that today. That the word of God is your truth power against the world system. That you won't fall prey. You should not fall prey. We're not we're not made to be ignorant, but we're made to be wise according to God's word. It's the light. Because without the light you're in darkness. And you have to see that God wants us to see the truth. Because it'll what sets you free. Now they have an old Miss University that says too much Christianity in Christmas. Huh? Too much Christianity in Christmas? Isn't that what Christmas is about? Too much Christianity in Christmas. <clears throat> That's how foolish our society has, has gotten. I swear, there's many things that have been eroded since I've lived in this house right here that I'm living in. I'm doing this radio show from. That is total erosion when you go to Walmart and the whole store is fighting over stuff that it means anything. I guarantee you there's a few church members in there probably saying hallelujah on Sunday and then on Friday they were beating each other up for some color TVs that can break because they make the company makes it so you can return back and get another color TV. <coughs> Jesus is God. And the society is scared straight to admit that for right now. Because people are too busy having parties and having fun and having their life. They go, oh, let me go bury my dad and let me go let me go uh, get married to my wife and let me go do this and that. Let me go send my kid to college, and I got to actually stay here with him and go to school, you know. Let me go back to school. There ain't nothing wrong with that stuff. But I'm saying when our minds is is saturated with world, the world and all of its things. I was reading um, when Jesus was taken up to the um mountain to be tempted of the devil and it was the Luke version of it not the Matthew version of it and um, I thought it was all together <clears throat> amazing that the word of God and I don't think Christianity looks at it this way but the word of God is what keeps you from being brainwashed in these present days in these last days that we're living in We must be ready. We must stay ready. Because he is coming back. And when he comes back, it's going to be at an instant. And it's not going to be any type of warning. 
It's going to happen so fast that we're not going to see it happening. And then we're going to turn around and we're going to say, wow, I didn't see it happening. Now I'm being left behind. So I, I, me, myself, kind of stayed away from Facebook and stuff for a little bit. <clears throat> I wasn't so active on Facebook. And I think I needed some, you know, a little time off. And I think I needed to get a, a clearer picture on how I'm going to address people when I need to address them. Uh, I, I'm not going to get into any arguments. Every, I, I've been on Facebook for, for a while since... I don't know when the first time I've been on Facebook. I don't even remember if Facebook, if I was on Facebook in 2007 when I was overseas or was I on Facebook afterwards. I know for a fact that I was on Facebook 2009. And I rarely get any arguments. I sort of just answer the question and back off. Or sometimes I go as far as get rid of the old tread if, if the person's just getting so nasty. But there's really many methods to the madness. But pretty soon, uh, you know, eventually I'm going to have to answer questions and things like that. I, I don't mind answering questions. That's not, especially when it happens to do with the Bible. But when it's ridiculous stuff or when it's demeaning or when it's um, just downright evil and they call themselves a Christian, I try, first of all, not to do that my own self. I try to stay away from all of that. And I've seen some Christian brothers, so-called brothers who steal who take stuff from you know do things take stuff from you and and, and act like it's okay? I've seen I've seen guys that are, have the ladies actually come to me and been accused of womanizing and stuff like that. I've seen all of that stuff. I've heard it all. I've seen brothers and sisters be mean to each other and be mean to me. I've seen people. When you have technical difficulties and and you waiting for this person to come on your show and you you can't they can't come on your show because of technical difficulties, but then won't they they won't say okay I'll come back or uh, I understand. I mean people so they're so short with with um, patience, and I, I'm gonna try my best not to be like that. Um, so I've, I've I've been through I've seen it all. So what I would prefer to do is manage my my um, relationships and manage who who I mean because you have no choice because Christian Christians themselves will be your downfall and people say what 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 are you talking about Christians not every Christian is following the Bible including us. So we have to make our our effort to follow the word of God, and a lot of people say, "Well, I'm, I'm people think in general, and, and I'm pretty sure I'm one of them, and you probably one of them too, who think in general that nothing's wrong with them. It's it's, it's everybody else is something wrong with. And we got to look in the mirror. We got to look at the word of God. And we got to look at ourselves, and we got to see is am I. Am I loving? Am I caring? Or am I just a facade? Am I acting? Because when you go to church, people aren't acting the way they 
portray themselves to really act when they're not at church. And of course, that's a you know, I don't think a rocket scientist will figure that out. People act different in public. Some people beat the living stew out of their kids, you know, but never do that in public because people are fakes. We're fakes. We're human. So you have to learn how to manage humanity. Don't always try to be up in somebody's face every five seconds. I mean, I hate to say it like this. You probably say, well, you don't sound like a Christian. Please, even Jesus did. He says, I protect myself from you disciples sometimes. Or I'm not ready to go down there to the festival. Hold up for a second. Y'all go first. Because humans will hurt your feelings. You sound like you have your feelings. Not necessarily. When somebody steal your website and stuff like that, yeah, you get ticked off. But I still, I, I mean, I, I still don't. I don't hold grudges. But what I am gonna do is just stay out, stay in front, and keep moving. Well, especially with the show, my objective is to make this show a show that preaches the gospel. Not come on here blasting somebody. That's why I'm speaking in code. You won't know who I'm blasting. You won't know. If you're listening to it and you're the person I'm talking about, you might not even figure it out yourself. <clears throat> but I think it's too short. People think that they're okay. We're gonna. The Bible says he shall wipe away all tears. Everybody's going to be up there crying. And so the people really did good according to God's word. I know I ain't going to, I know I'm be up there crying. They don't call me Chuckies. It just, I don't know why I say that. <laughs> I have a big bucket of tears. But I try to be as real as I can in front of God, in front of man. Sometimes I, I, I think I have what is called a rush of anger sometimes. And I'm asking God to take that away just as much as he took pornography and, and alcohol. I mean, this might, this would be the first year I've never drunk anything before. First year. I'm almost there. And I expect to go 10 years. I hate when I'm at work and somebody says, this is my 10th year in sobriety. And they're not even born again. What power are you using? They just probably got tired of drinking. Well, you, the Bible ain't never says you can't drink. I, I just, I just, me myself, I choose not to drink. Choose not to look at pornography. <clears throat> I'm a happy person, but I, I, I want to be joyful. Happiness goes away. Joy, joy stays. <clears throat> God is putting us on this earth to be full of joy in the spirit of God. And that's what I want. I want to be joyful in God's spirit. I want to, I want to walk, <clears throat> excuse me, according to God's word and according to God's will. I really do hope this show is taping. I, I mean, sometimes, uh, hold on for a second. Yeah, okay, it's on. <clears throat> excuse me. I got a little cough here. I'm a, probably after this show. I'm gonna start doing shows every week, and it's gonna be <clears throat> a new, new, new thing. I'm just talking about the news and talking about what's going on. YouTube. We're gonna actually do it consistently. 
uh, YouTube and and all that other stuff and <clears throat> try to get it out there. Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, and um, try to help people to understand what, what the end times is about. There's a lot of great ministries out there way past me. <laughs> I mean, but uh, I think this is God's will that I, uh, you know, just invite people out. I think the gospel is the number one thing. Uh, I heard some people say, well, we know that. We know, you know, try to talk to somebody about the gospel. Yeah, everybody knows everybody. Everybody wants some new news. Tell me some new, how many volcanoes took off, how many earthquakes they took. And they're forgetting the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, now's the time. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow's not promised. <clears throat> it's never promised. I've had relatives just up and die. And uh, no warning at all. They didn't know they were going to get up that morning and they're going to die. Most people don't know they're going to get up that morning and die unless you're in hospice or you are, you know, people want your families around your bedside. For the most part, people don't know. You're going to just fall out and die. But, you know, God has a mission for everyone. He's not going to let anybody die unless they either, number one, weren't going to say they weren't going to, they weren't going to um, accept the gospel anyway, or he has something else for the, another person to do, the individual to do. I hope, hopefully, it's just God's timing. God is the uh, holder of life and death. He is the holder of life and death. And uh, when he says, you're going to die, you're going to die. It's funny how they got people lining up uh, already for the Star Wars uh, trilogy of movie. I sometimes wonder about people. First they go to beat the living daylights out of each other at Walmart, and now they're lining up for some movie that's going to be stuck in their memory for ages. <clears throat> but it's amazing. The more time we go, the more time we go, the more time we go, the more closer we get. People say, well, you said that already, that we were in the end times. Well, Every time a day, every time a day passes by, we get closer and closer and closer to the return of Christ. So let it be said that the Lord has a mission for all of us. Go tell somebody about Jesus Christ. That's the best thing we can do. Because what you do for the Lord will last. What you do on this earth will not last. This is since somewhat of a Bible prophecy update, but not really. It was just me getting back on, getting my feet back wet, and trying to deliver a message that our rights are being taken. Work while you can. It's still light outside. 
per se, is still light enough for us to see the spiritual go out and preach the gospel before you can't preach anymore. Yeah, it's coming. Islam is starting to take over. I don't know if it's actually going to take over. I know for a fact that Babylon is a mixture of religions put together. And the Antichrist will one day say, I am God, worship me. And it's fast coming. For those of us who look at Bible prophecy, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. So say a prayer for me. Pray for this ministry that we will continue on and that we will preach the gospel with fire. Because God is an awesome God that we serve, and he's a loving God, but he's also a just God. So see y'all later. Uh, I'm, come on tomorrow. We're going to talk about geopolitics, the economy, and World War Three that is coming. Don't know if it's coming next week. Don't know if it's coming next year. Don't know if it's coming two or three years from here. Don't know. God bless. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on The Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus.